Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Joy. Now we have in the studio our next guest with us. We've got Kim Francis, who is an independent artist who is here to talk about uh, an exhibition at the Immigration Museum. Welcome to the show, Kim. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now before we uh, get going on, on the actual show itself that we're going to talk about and your, your work. Uh, just a little bit of background on, your, on you, Kin. Now, just how did you get started in, in the arts and where did your love for it come about? Yeah, sure. That's such a big question. I feel like I've been working in the arts now for, goodness, almost 10 years. Um, so I'm a Burmese-British migrant, first generation born in Australia and grew up across the country in Western Australia and moved here when I was a student. And uh, I was... What were you studying? Yeah, I was actually studying um, to be an editor and to work in book publishing. Oh, okay. So, from there, I kind of developed quite a broad interest in the arts and fell into producing and artist management. Um, So, definitely beyond the publishing realm and more in the live performance and curation and music sort of world that I'm in at the moment. Right. And and how, how have you found it? And you're like, has it been enjoyable for you or tough during uh, COVID? Yeah, look, it's definitely been a tough journey. And I think the ongoing thread in my work has always been creating the opportunity I've wanted for a younger self. So that's in a way how this exhibition came about. I'd always wanted to curate an exhibition um, be involved in the visual arts. Is this the first time you've done? Yeah, oh, so this is wow, the first wow. time I've ever curated a yeah. visual arts exhibition and yeah. I'm also exhibiting my own first artwork. So it's been a world of new things, but I have <laughs> produced a lot of live performance yep. work and organised yep. events and yep. worked uh, across the arts. And I have to ask, for kid, uh, only because you, know, you, you raised this subject, but you talked about your heritage mm. being Burmese English. Yes. Now, is that, does that have a bearing? And the reason I mentioned it is because obviously you share the heritage with yeah. me. I'm actually, I was born in Burma as well. Oh, now, wow. Oh, that's, oh, wow. <laughs> and so that's why I just want to ask you whether is that... And, and, does, he, and he's from Perth as well. <laughs> so oh, wow. does that have, has that had a, any sort of bearing or influence on the works that you've been doing up to, up to date? Yeah, of course. I think I started... I guess my artistic career in 2000 and gosh, 2013. And so around that time, we were still kind of having early conversations about representation. And so I've been a part of that conversation around, you know, more black First Nations, POC people Mm. taking up space for quite a long time. Um, And now I'm much more interested in, you know, the resources and the money being handed over in order to make the decisions. It's no longer just about representation. It's about having the power and the resource to make the art that we want to see. Um, And again, that's kind of the ambition of this show is, you know, this is the first time I think in, I'm not sure in in all of Victoria, but particularly for the Immigration Museum, they've never had 
an all POC trans lineup of yeah. artists before curated by someone from that community. So it's ambitious and it's exciting and it's very emotional and personal. And how, how did it come about? How, how did you get this role? Yeah, of course. So Midsummer had asked me to curate their artist program for the festival for this year. Okay. And we needed to apply for government funding, but unfortunately that funding didn't come through. No, but I this don't was hate that. the yeah, and this was <laughs> the one project I'd sort of said, look, this has to happen. Yep. You know, if there's any way we can find the resources to do it, this is the one that has to happen. So Midsummer have been, yeah, a massive financial support for the project. And I'd already been working with the Immigration Museum before, and I've been exhibited in their current Becoming You exhibition that's been on for the past few years. Yep. So I knew that they would be interested in a conversation about doing a show. Um, so yeah, I just kind of put the two connections together and yeah, set up the exhibition. Right, fantastic. Okay, so what is the exhibition? Yeah, so it started from a very well, well, conceptual... Tell us, what, what, yeah. what, what's it called? Yeah, of course. So the exhibition is called The Body Is More Than This. Yep, a great title. Thank you. Did you come up with that? <laughs> I did come up with yeah. the title. Um, definitely from, <clears throat> from my writing days, I'm a practising poet and still doing a lot of my own writing. So I've definitely got a poetic streak when I name certain shows and things that I do. Um, and yeah, the exhibition is about the idea that um, what we physically see in terms of each other's bodies is not necessarily who we are. You know, there's so much more to us than what the eye can see. And I was thinking particularly around the artists and myself about gender, being trans, our cultures, our ancestries, um, the things that we do and how we push back against those perceptions of what people can see. Um, so the exhibition is, yeah, it's on for three weeks and it's opening uh, this Wednesday. On the All right. 25th. So explain a little bit more about what it is. Yeah, of course. So it's, yeah, it started from a personal place, um, from my own thinking around my gender and my body and sort of, you know, I would be wearing items of clothing or changing my appearance and still finding it jarring that people couldn't perceive me in the way that I was perceiving myself. And I was getting really frustrated with that feeling. And then I sort of realized that actually it's got, like my experience of my gender and my body has nothing to do with anyone else. Like I have my autonomy to choose. Mm. But don't don't you feel that, um, and you know, I've always felt it about myself, mm. is that the person that I am isn't what a lot of people often see you know, like from from their perspective. Mm. You know, they often get me wrong. Uh, but um, but then you know, like as you get older, you relax into um, who, who you are. Mm. Um, and we're now, and I don't even care anymore. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just this um, grumpy old man. You know, like, so. <laughs> you know what? You probably embrace that now. Yeah, I, I do, I, and I love it. <laughs> so so yeah, you know, like because it's a journey, isn't mm. it, that you're on? Yes, that's exactly right, and it's a journey that. The people around me um, and the artists in this ex exhibition, we sort of have all been on together. Like, I'm really inspired by the artists in this show. Um, they've really affirmed my, yeah, gender, my interest in art. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a very personal show. Right. So, and, and so I was going to say, can, yeah, can you, now this is obviously the, the a little bit of background on it, but can you explain to the to our listeners what they can expect when they go to the show? Yeah. So how how is this? Um, being produced basically how you know all these 
Yeah, concepts. of course. So usually when you see a visual arts exhibition, um, you're often in a gallery space. But for this project, for this exhibition, it's in a museum. And museums have the purpose of collecting items that show like a history of people, in particular the Immigration Museum, which is yeah. about migration. And so what you can expect when you come into the museum is we've taken over the ground floor and in the entrance hallway there are beautiful works kind of hanging in this hallway space and you've also got some works in the glass atrium um, towards the back of the museum and each of the works are quite personal to each artist so it's not necessarily super conceptual academic I have no idea what I'm looking at what is this contemporary okay. art it's more storytelling um, and it's what, coming from story. direct experience. So yeah, their, their stories. And yeah. well, how's it done? Is it is it in painting? Is it? Yeah, yeah. So in the hallway space, we have some fabric works. Um, we have works from Elijah Money, from myself, and we also have some. I would like to call them artifacts by Indra. And Indra, what he's chosen to do is, he's exhibited boxes of a particular delicacy from his home country in Indonesia with the importation stamps and his like uh -huh. doc his my his migrant sort of documentation so yeah. there are playful kind of things there's beautiful fabric work there's a video work um, from Luce and Shin and there's f photographic works of them as a couple um, there's a beautiful bedazzled um, artwork, which I won't spoil the fun, by Caleb Thide, who usually performs as Cerulean, an amazing drag queen. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and oh, and I, I have to mention Ari's work as well. Um, Ari, <laughs> I would say, is the most existential out of the group, and they've made this massive floor decal sort of work that you can walk on and oh, actually okay. interact with. Uh -huh. um, and Indra's work as well actually features a digital component where you can ask, like interact with an AI chatbot. So yeah, the artists have really gone above and beyond playing with different mediums. And how did you find all, all these artists? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So um, yeah, I guess it relates to my own artistic journey. I was feeling particularly burnt out and jaded, especially around the pandemic and how it's impacted um, the art sector. And I started after sort of the lockdowns ended, just going out into nightlife a lot more than I ever have. Oh, okay. So going out to queer spaces, queer bars, drag shows, um, parties, dance nights, and just meeting so many people. And all of the people in this exhibition I've actually met through nightlife and so developed in, friendships and you with. approached them and said, hey, would yeah. you like to... Yeah, so, yeah, when this opportunity came up through Midsummer, um, I already knew who I wanted involved um i had a very clear sort of vision for it and yep. knew that everyone would be up for the challenge right and how many uh, artists are involved yes yeah, so i feel like i have to count on my hands <laughs> but i think apologies if i do get the strong artists i think there's six of us right, in the exhibition okay. I mean, seven including you i think yeah seven <laughs> including me i forgot myself thank you um and then we actually have a launch opening night party this wednesday mm. and that again features more artists so we have djs and some performances yeah, well, it sounds as well like a great party yes yeah. middle of the week and it's the day before invasion days so everyone can go to the protest and get amongst the public holiday yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a really fun time. Now, now, just because um, uh, you you didn't actually explain your piece. Oh, um, I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh so, no. So let, let, let's hear about your piece. Yeah. Okay. You totally caught me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess going back to my interest in writing and poetry and sort of personal storytelling, I wanted to create sort of my own version of an artist manifesto. Um, it's something I've always been particularly interested in when artists sort of write this like massive artistic document explaining their beliefs, their style, their interests. Um, a lot of the big sort of artists have done so. And I was also interested in the idea of religious texts and what we choose to believe in and the power of the written words. So I've created... Or often fairy tales. Yes. Yeah. And I've decided to create sort of a text um, on like a beautiful piece of satin fabric that I had um, a long-term friend help me make because I've never made an artwork before. So, yeah, I'm really happy with the outcome. So, how, how have you done it with this text on, the, on this fabric? Yeah, sure. So, what I've done is with my friend Alexander Britton, um, he helped me make like a digital artwork yep. and then it's been directly printed uh, onto the fabric. Okay. Yeah, right. and then I've also um, had a friend help me stitch sort of the fabric so it can hang beautifully in the space. And I liked the idea of, you know, thinking about banners and protest signs um, and, like, medieval sort of, like, things that, like, hang from the wall. So it, it feels like it's got this... Um, power to it, which is what I wanted. I wanted to kind of say something completely unfiltered directly from who I am and mm. hang it up in the space like all the other artists have done in a way. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, well, it sounds like a great exhibition. Thank so you. congratulations. Can't wait to see it. Thank you. Uh, and it runs for the, the length of um, Midsummer? It does, yes. So I think the show, we deinstall it on Sunday, the 12th of February. Mm -hmm. So. You've got roughly three weeks to see it. Yep, fantastic. And what's it called again? Yes, it's called The Body Is More Than This. Um, you can learn more about it from the Immigration Museum website and the Midsummer website right. as well. Right, okay. And uh, the, the, just the building, the immigration uh, building is a lovely building there on the Yarra. It's uh, a yes. great spot. Yeah, it's really close to Flinders Street Station. Yep. It's quite easy to get to. And yeah, it's quite a curious building. I think mm. people who've grown up here, maybe they had school tours of it when they were young but i've only been there a handful of times mm. and found it quite powerful to look yeah. at the history of this place and the migration yeah. and again the interest in taking it over and kind mm. of making it ours yeah fantastic well lovely meeting you and hopefully we'll see you again with your next project <laughs> yes um yeah there's always more things i'm working on yeah. so i'll have to let you know good on you <laughs> Th thank you so much we've been talking to kin francis here on joy 94.9 sunday arts magazine Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.